0: What, how loud are you gonna actually be talking?
1: Probably like here. Like I'll I'll probably get a little excited, whoa. Uh.
2: Yeah.
0: Welcome to The Oblivion Song Podcast. This is a show where friends get to sit around and talk all things Oblivion Song, a comic book by Robert Kirkman and Lorenzo De Felici. I'm one of your hosts, Ryan.
1: I'm TJ. And I'm Bill. You can reach us at Podcast at gmail.com. You can uh, join us at uh, Facebook at The Oblivion Song, fa- facebook.com.
3: The Oblivion Song <laughs> Podcast.
1: You could also join us on MySpace. And uh we don't have
3: a MySpace, do we? I'm
1: sure we have that a MySpace. Would be, be really Did funny. you say Twitter? And also Twitter. So our Twitter handle, as always, TJ knows it, is
3: At Oblivion Pocket Pot. at Oblivion Podcast. We're off our game today. We are We're gonna not, get there though. We're not on it. By by the end of the episode.
1: We're gonna be like, we'll, wow, we we'll finished okay. strong with
3: a rough start. I
1: think we should keep it though. Rough start.
0: Is MySpace still running?
1: It is. Yeah, I go on it. it. I've, I've tried to, like, find my old MySpace, and I can't. I think they deleted everything.
3: You know what I do is I just Google search my name and MySpace. I can't, like, get into the account, but I can see it. <laughs> you can see,
1: like, your your yeah. profile picture yeah. and
3: stuff? Oh, wow. Hmm.
1: Man.
2: Remember
3: top, my, you
1: know, top eights? Top yeah. Oh, yeah. Remember what it was like to be in one and then out? And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, you knew they were mad. Anyways, right. uh, so we are talking about issue number three. And yeah. before before we begin each issue, uh, we get into the news. We get into the news of the day.
3: Unfortunately, I don't think there was really any any news that really came up. No, no. Song.
1: Kirkman and Lorenzo have been rather quiet. I mean, they, they've. I think Lorenzo maybe posted like one or two pictures of, of random stuff, but other than that, mm-hmm. not much news.
0: I really like the um, the animated GIFs that Skybound has been posting, promoting the third issue. Um, I know they did some of those for Invincible back in the day brian huntington was the one that was animating those over at skybound i'm not sure if he did the oblivion song ones though but they're really cool you can probably check them out over on the uh, oblivion song podcast or no the oblivion song official twitter um but i'm sure we've retweeted it skybound's retweeted it you know it's all over the place but it's mm-hmm. cool it's it's like it kind of has that motion graphic look to it mm-hmm. i hope they do that really with neat. every with every issue is it actually
1: they they will, does it actually does it have audio too or is no. it just the video kind of moving in and it out literally and stuff
3: like it's that? just the 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 front of it it shows the gun go up and then it shows the guy behind it and then it like shows the like monster walking. rise up behind him so yeah and uh what have you guys been up to i know avengers came out what'd you guys think of that ryan you saw it like four times right three
0: times hopefully gonna see the uh, fourth if he wants to hear us talk more about it we did talk a, a lot about it on the invincible podcast that went out this week um but otherwise our brief impressions i loved it uh, the more I think about it, the more I like it, and
3: uh, I can't wait to see it again. It is
1: one of those movies where the more you think about it, even if you didn't initially like care for certain parts, you sit on it and you're like, you know what, that was really good. Mm-hmm. So
3: I also enjoyed it very much. Uh, I read I'm something, not typically a fan of Marvel, and I really liked it. So yeah. I read
1: something that um, Marvel is saying that Captain Marvel is going to change the comic book superhero genre. Oh yeah! Like for the like they're they're boasting that it's gonna huh. completely change everything. I'm really
0: excited for that one. Just because I didn't know very little Carol Danvers. Like I know, I know just like animated series stuff from uh, Avengers: Earth, the Mightiest Heroes. Serious? I know nothing
1: about I Captain Marvel. Zero. Yeah, no, I know no. that she's part Cree. Yeah, I think she so. has Cree well, DNA are, or something yeah. like that. what's Cree? Yeah. Uh, um, it's Ronin, an alien race. Ronan the is it Ronan? Yeah, Ronan the, Ronin the, the user. Yeah, yeah. he's Cree. Hmm. They're they're a they're a scientifically advanced. Did you play the Telltale game? No. You know oh, they what, you were know they that were a big part of it. The
0: squirrels are in it too, right? Skrull? Squirrels.
1: Squirrels. Squirrels are in it.
0: Yeah. Oh. Squirrels. Oh, cool. Squirrel girl.
1: Squirrel. Are they really? Yeah. The I I hope yeah. that well uh, we know that it takes place in the '90s, mm-hmm. and Samuel Jackson's in it. That it's going to be cosmic. So it's going to be. I think it's going to be closer to Guardians' tone,
0: but affecting Earth more directly. Yeah,
1: probably more more Earth stuff. I'm excited
0: she, for it. I'm really excited for it. The fact that it's 90s and uh, I like the scrolls. I like what that introduces to the universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, is
1: it still considered phase three or is it? This is all still,
0: I think, technically phase three until Avengers, uh, until Avengers four, I believe. I think Avengers four is going to wrap up. Wait, 4. what started they, phase three? said that they wanted to uh, do away with the phases. Right. You know, so I don't know if they're going to officially end 3 or if it's just mm-hmm. going to fade out. Uh, I mean, is start... in
3: between Avengers 1 and Avengers, like Avengers Infinity War 1 and in the next Infinity War, like you can't really consider that a phase. It's not, only one year. Not really. No, no, it's, he's it's...
0: talking everything since, what was the one after Ant-Man? Because Ant-Man ended phase 2. So everything, I think it was Guardians 2?
1: I think it was Guardians of the Galaxy. Avengers Wars. didn't
3: end phase 2?
0: No, it was actually Ant-Man.
1: Really? Yeah, see, yeah, we don't even understand the really phases. Weird. It doesn't even make that's sense. That's why I mean. That's why, they're gonna, that's why they're doing away they with it. They flow anyways. It doesn't. It doesn't yeah. yeah, it doesn't matter. Every time that you introduce a new superhero, I get like why Doctor they Strange. were
0: doing it. You know, early on, leading up to something, but they want they're they're doing away with leading up to big events like this mm-hmm. and going to focus on something else.
1: Which would make sense. Why uh, uh, another Avengers movie is coming out? Yeah. in a year. I think
0: that's the last Avengers movie we get on that scale. I think okay. afterwards, like they, there was just an article today, I believe, that was talking about. Uh, I think it was Kevin Feige saying that they're they're going to be replacing, or they have a new franchise in the works coming up, and pe- everybody's saying, well, it's obviously just going to be like X Men or something. like Is,
1: that. yeah? Do you
0: think so? Or do I you think know? it's
1: going to be a new a new IP? Do you think it's going to be something? I think I like it was Marvel see...
0: that said they have a new
3: franchise. Oh okay, all Avengers, right. I think. I'd like to see what they do with it, with X Men.
2: mm Hmm.
1: I think they're gonna do something really interesting I hope to it's introduce completely it. different. Yeah, I think they, it's, have, yeah. they have to
0: change it up me too. Yeah. And the thing and the exciting thing about that is there's been X Men has been such a long running cinematic franchise that It started the superhero franchise we've seen a essentially. Lot of it. Like we've seen think of how many different, you know, styles and looks we've gotten to Wolverine. Yeah, it's all been Hugh Jackman, but I think it's gonna be cool to see a very different take on that. You know, we're not gonna I don't I don't think we're gonna see the black leather. I don't think mm-hmm. we're gonna see the the Logan, you know, I mean Wolverine. We're gonna I don't know. I want to see a little bit more Feral know. I want to see somebody shorter, a little bit more crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for that. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Once again, we spent way too long talking about... Marvel. Marvel and Avengers.
0: On, a, on on an independent comic book podcast.
1: Yeah. Well, speaking of which, so Descender. TJ, you always talk about it. Ryan read it. Ryan, what did, you, did you talk about how you felt about it?
0: I, I finished the first trade paperback, and it just wasn't for me. I might pick it up another time, but... Now, know, is
1: it, it watercolors? Oh, yeah. yeah. Is that... So, yeah. first of all, the art is phenomenal. Yeah. Like, it is very, very good. It's cool. And I love it. I'm not even two issues in all. Maybe I just, I finished the second issue, and I'm already in. Like, mm-hmm. I'm all for it. And I made fun of you so bad, TJ. I was like, is that the little robot boy? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's good. It's yeah. good. I like the story of, like, how... how... It's
3: only, I want to say, 33 issues, and, it, and the newest one is 29, and it's amazing. Like, they're definitely... And then it's over? Yeah. Oh.
1: Was um, it was it designed to be like that,
3: or was it just kind know. of? I don't really know. Well, I hope so. Oh, it's trust I me. I think it's designed to be it's, that it's, way. It's it's been building. Did you say the end, the end was announced a long time ago? I don't really know when it was announced. I just saw someone on Twitter tweet tweeting tweet, tweeting about. Um, they said something about. Like only a couple more issues or something like that, and I'm like, what the fuck? And I tried googling it, and I couldn't. I couldn't find anything about it, and then finally, someone I think on Facebook mentioned it. Speaking
1: mm. of speaking of only a few things left today, when we're recording this, they fucking announced Fox announced that they're canceling The Last Man on Earth.
0: hmm And Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which don't you watch that, TJ?
3: I did, and I always wanted to get back into it because it was really. That's the one funny. that everybody's freaking out really about funny. online.
1: How like they would? Like, that they would I don't understand. I
3: mean, Brooklyn Nine-Nine has had its time though. Like, how, what season is that in? It's got to like be like seven. Eight? Like, six or seven. Right?
1: How, okay, so how many viewers is considered a lot, or good, like, enough to keep a show alive? I have no idea. Does anybody know? Mm-hmm. Because so I, I, read. It well, it's two, so why, or I keep wanting to say why The Last Man, Last Man on Earth had an average of two million viewers per episode. Which,
3: for Fox, I imagine that's probably not good. Yeah, but that seems like a good amount, right? Like, well, th- does what does the, the Walking Dead not. do,
1: like? 18 million or some crazy probably shit like that but all i'm saying it's during prime time is that i feel like when shows know that they're kind of uncertain they don't end like the last man on earth or... did you like, watch it yes
0: dude so I feel bullshit like, yeah i feel like shows do get the idea i looked at um will forte's twitter and he did say like in advertising like in tweeting about the final episode he did say hey final episode is on tonight hopefully we get picked up for season five we're not sure like I've watched shows like New Girl, for example. They knew that they were probably not going to get picked up for another season, so they ended it appropriately. Right. They leave it like so there could always be more, but they right. end it so it's a satisfying ending. Right. I, I I almost feel like Will Forte or whoever else was writing on that show Did was just like was just like screw it, let's go for it. We'll probably get picked up, or they took the chance, they rolled the dice, and it didn't work out. Dollhouse. Yeah. They, Dollhouse. They got time to cancel or to wrap it up. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. They, they like filmed. A whole second half of the season but Fox gave them that opportunity to do and that and it was just the whole second half of the season was just fucking insane. And
1: I, I mean so you Ryan you're you're not as big of a fan as I am or I think TJ you like it a lot too yeah, right? Yeah I like it a lot. So what did you think of the last episode?
0: I thought it was cool. I think it was probably the least exciting of all the finales. All the finales have been awesome like like really cool like moments with a new person coming back or like a death or something crazy uh, a, lot, a lot of the time, the finales have cameos and everything like that. This was a fairly boring episode until the very last thing, which was something that was revealed in the previous episode, so it wasn't a big deal to me.
1: Hmm. It was still cool. I think it was a game changer, and I hope they bring it I back. Think it, I hope Netflix or Amazon or something like that Hulu. brings it back. Maybe. Hulu. yeah.
3: Yeah, that'd be cool. So, uh, last week we talked about how uh, we were going to start a new segment, and uh, that is show and tell. So...
1: Well, it's because you... We didn't even decide to start it. It's just you always had something. Yeah. Like, out of your pocket, out of your ear, behind my ear, there was like a quarter, and you're like, show and tell. Hmm. So, welcome to Show and Tell on the Oblivion Song Podcast. Take it away, TJ. All
3: right. So, we actually had a couple people send us stuff for <laughs> Show and Tell, which I thought, thought was awesome. Like, so, uh, what I have for my Show and Tell is we got a letter from another podcast they're from Monterrey, Mexico. Interesting. And they are—they are the Los. I'm gonna. I apologize to this <laughs> podcast because I'm going to screw this up. So sorry. Uh, the Los Nanos Communes.
0: Los Nanos Communes?
3: Yeah. Looks like. Yeah, we don't speak Spanish really, but that Ryan yours sounded better than mine. <laughs> Uh, they say, and it, they, the letter that they wrote us to was like on, it's the letterhead letterhead and everything. Like it's legit. They say, hello, TJ, Ryan and bill congratulations on the new oblivion song podcast. Thank you so much for continuing to create this kind of content. Listening to you guys talk about invincible throughout the end of all things was a really great experience for us. We don't know many people in our region that share the same love for this awesome comic as a little, thank you for being awesome. We decided to send you guys a little gift. You've mentioned before on the Oblivion Song podcast that there was a special volume of the first six issues of Oblivion Song that was delivered to comic book stores in the U.S., oh, no. but, but was not for sale to the public. It turns out that Mexico, along with Spain apparently, was one of the countries in which this six-issue book was translated and re- and Released? Released? Wow. We figured it would be a good addition to your international comic book collection. We don't know if you guys managed to get a copy of this book in your local comic book store, or if you were planning to read it before the first six issues comes out in the United States, or even if you're fluent in Spanish. But we hope you guys like this. Once again, thank you for being awesome and letting us all feel like we're sitting in the same at the same table with you guys talking about the things we love. Keep up the good work, Samuel Salinas, and the Los Zayra. Right?
0: Los Noños Comun. Ah, oh, damn it, uh, Los Noños. I think it's Noños, Noños, Los Noños Yeah. Podcast.
3: Yeah. So I did try and like listen to their podcast, but it is all Spanish. So I apologize. We don't speak Spanish, but yeah, this book is awesome. It's completely in. I, I have not taken it out of the the wrapping yet, because again. We, we do want to hold off on opening these up. Actually, we promised Lorenzo de Felici himself that we mm-hmm. wouldn't. Um, but, yeah, it's all in Spanish. The back is all in Spanish. So thank you so much for this. And thank you guys so much for, uh, for listening to our, our podcast. Uh, awesome to know that it's reaching people out in, in Mexico. Like, that's so sick. And enough to, that you guys would actually reach out to us, too. Thank you so much.
1: So he okay. said that that's released like,
3: to the yeah, public. in Spain, and in, you know, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. And in Mexico. This isn't like a... For retail. Not, not for resale. Yeah, this yeah. is this not is a not for resale. Right. This is like a regular something yeah. that he can... It's
0: 169 pesos. Right there on the back. I wonder how much that is. Uh, so, I love how the cover there's a sticker that says, uh, from the creator of The Walking Dead and Marvel
3: Zombies. Yeah. <laughs> so, Bill, do you have one? All right, so
1: I'm opening up one that is from friend of both podcasts the Invincible Podcast and now the Oblivion Song Podcast uh, Mike Barrett and it is in a
3: tube did you we have no idea what this yeah, is we, we
1: don't know what this is it's not even close What's to being open is? yet no no it's nope, in I a tube
3: it. I'm I, I'm gonna take a guess that it's a that it's some kind of action pic- figure picture or poster
1: right oh there's a note on it too <laughs> there's, there's a tape note to it alright handwritten note
3: go to the end of the street You'll see a guy with a sombrero. (laughs) Turn left. All
1: right. So, hey, Oblivion Song Podcast. I got this at uh, New York City Comic-Con, I think, last year and thought I'd pass it along to you. Sorry, I just have one. You'll have to fight over it. Love, Mike Barrett. All right. Let's see what we got here. (laughs) There's actually instructions on the tube. Is there really? Yeah. One, pull tape. Two, read note. Three, pull big tab. Four, use... Books to flatten. All
3: right. We're opening. We're opening. Filling dead air. Oh, that's awesome. Oh. I have that, but I don't have it fucking signed by Robert. Is that Robert Kirkman at the bottom? Is it? Yeah.
1: Is it signed by Kirkman and Lorenzo? And Lorenzo
3: De Felici. Holy. That's sick.
1: Shit. Noses. No, it'll it'll stay here where the podcast is uh is is hosted. So. Wow. Oh, I
0: haven't seen that one. I've seen the taller one. Like, Devin Barry sent me a picture of the taller one. I like the square one.
3: This is cool. Yeah, that's
1: awesome. All new monthly series, March 7th. So this is the release poster. Because
0: this is like nice, thick material Yeah, it's really thick
1: and it's, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's like that matte finish.
0: Have you guys ever noticed the arrows pointing towards the Oblivion logo in the Oblivion Song logo? Arrow? Oh my god! It's almost like the FedEx logo. I haven't. Holy Holy
1: shit. shit! <laughs> so, so everyone, so take out your Oblivion Song comic book really quick and notice that the two circles, the O and O in Oblivion and Song, yeah. there are circles, or, yeah. or I'm sorry, there are arrows that are pointing towards the middle. Pointing to them from starting from the it's L and like the a, I from Oblivion and then the two Ns.
0: The, the arrows are pointing towards the middle of the Venn diagram. It's like the in between. Something's going
1: on here. Oh, the note's stuck to the back of it. But amazing show and tell this round. So. Uh, so I guess if you guys want to be a part of show and tell, even if you want to send in ridiculous things, so it's, we, ha- it, yeah, so that's so we have something it's to open show up. show and
3: tell, but it could be show or tell. Email us if you have something interesting. We'll talk about it. That's a good idea. Hmm. It could be show or tell. Yeah. Show or, yeah, I like that better. Show and or tell.
1: And or tell. Show with, and or. With arrows pointing to the and or, because hmm. we're going to be just like Oblivion song.
0: So I think Los Nonos Communis means the ninth Common? I'm going to figure that out. Hmm. You know what? Out.
1: Actually, I mean, if we can't figure out b- before next month, if you guys want to write in and I'll, and, I'll figure and out when us. we're done recording.
0: Because <laughs> that's really
1: cool. All right. So, are you guys ready to talk about issue three of Oblivion
3: Song? Mm-hmm. I am. So, overall, what did you guys think about it?
1: Ryan, go first.
0: Uh... I thought it was really good. I mean, it's good. It was probably my, I mean, it's probably the least exciting. It feels like this is the story kind of like reaching a point in which it's just going to start, you know, doing its thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, I feel like the first issue was obviously new, exciting, trying to like draw us in. The second issue was a lot of exposition telling us a little bit more about the world. And I feel like this one was a little bit more of, uh, just the next step in the story. We got to see, um, some new characters and- just mm-hmm. kind of expanding the world. So this one was just, you know, it was good.
1: Bill? TJ? No, TJ? Bill? No. TJ?
3: Uh, I thought it was good. I thought uh, it, I agree with Ryan that it, it was the least amount of, um, like, obviously there was no not much action in this or anything like that, what? but I, you know, I, don't, I don't think that there was as much action as there was in the first and second comic, or issue, but... Yeah, I thought I still loved this issue because I felt like it brought up even more questions than gave us answers. And I love that. I it's, this, it's the third issue. I i don't really want answers yet. I want more questions. I want to speculate and predict. And My mm-hmm. thing,
0: though, I think this was the first issue where we got very almost no answers. Whereas the previous two issues, we were like, yeah. here's some questions, here's some answers. This one was like, here's just a bunch more questions.
3: Yeah. And not only that, but I felt like this issue overall, Kirkman was trying really hard to get one question in our heads and just bury it into our, into into our heads, which is the question being, um, are they, are these people that are coming back good? Uh, Mm -hmm. it keeps bringing it up. Like, are you glad that you're back? Like, like literally repeatedly and is, is what Nathan is doing is, is that, is it a good thing? He's doing it, or should he stop doing it?
1: You know what's interesting is I think that after we dig deep into it, because you know we we don't write out our thoughts and stuff like that usually. After we read an issue, we just kind of bring it to the table, and that's when we kind of discover new things, and and that's why like my opinion sometimes changes after I read a comic, be it Invincible or Oblivion Song. I think you guys are going to change your tune a little bit when you start to read this more and like it more than you did the first time. I read it twice. Did you read it more than once?
0: I read it. Once yesterday, and then again, like right before recording. Yeah, so, I loved
1: it. I, I, th- I thought it was really good. Yeah, I, just- I feel, I feel like it, it's now we're. I hate to say we're in Oblivion Song, like, but I feel like the honeymoon that's phase is over with. Yes. Yeah,
0: what I'm saying, I don't mean to come across as negative. It's hard for me to express what I'm getting at without it sounding negative, but that's yeah. what I mean. It's like yeah. we're in it now. The honeymoon is, phase is, is over. It's almost like yeah. we're into Invincible hardcover volume three right. without having to go through volumes one and two. We just went through two right. issues.
3: So, yes. like, would you say that you liked it. this issue more than one or two?
1: No, I would say that I liked it the same. Mm-hmm. I would say that I liked it the same. I'd say that it's consistently good. There's not anything that I don't really not like yet, but I feel like we're going to reach a point soon where we're going to start to be a little bit more critical because the honeymoon phase is over. You know what I mean? It's Yeah, it's and the, not
0: the, every issue can end with a oh shit, which is what yeah. the last two did, and this yeah. one nec- didn't necessarily. Yeah, maybe, you know what, that's what felt... There wasn't like a, felt,
1: a, a moment where I was like, holy shit, can, we need to talk about this. That's what felt different, I think, yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
3: and I think... I think there's more... If you look deeper into the ending of this issue, which we'll get into it, but I think that there's more to look at there that I think is more exciting, and we'll talk about that right down now. the road. So, we'll start with the cover. Uh, I always like to ask, but in this case, I think it would be a stupid question. Do you think that this was a good representative of what happens in the comic? I yeah. Mean, literally. What happens in the comic? What happens in the comic? Like Even the monster
1: <laughs> breathing smoke in the background from issue two Yeah, uh, makes a comeback. Which he does, pretty much right away.
3: Um, so, uh, we'll, I mean, with page one, we'll start with the previously on. Previously on Oblivion Song. Nathan introduced the
0: Crenshaw's to the tragic history of Oblivion in our world and confirmed that there are even more people to save, and that their leader may be his lost brother, Ed. Bridget and Duncan are trying to put back the pieces of their life together, but it's starting to look like Oblivion may have destroyed that, too.
3: Very cool.
1: And also, thank you uh, to Ben from the Nerds Chatting podcast for right. that for that sick uh, intro. Intro to previously, to the previously on. on. He
3: reached out to us on uh, on Twitter, and which which will wanted be, to be a part of the podcast, now which
1: forever will be. Yeah, forever and always.
3: So thanks for that.
1: And we start off with issue three, where we got a little sneak peek at the end of issue two. So we get what's this guy's name? Does so, he mention his name? So can I mention real quick though? Uh, this
0: is confirmed that you know it's always the first like three panels of the next issue that are teased. No, the first the first page. it's always the first page. So we we're never yeah. we're never. As Sometimes far as, there's so three. So far, yeah. Sometimes there's four. Sometimes um, I'm saying like so far, unless it changes, we're never gonna see into the issue past the first page at the end. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. And I like
3: that too because it's not like they're not spoiling too much you're just kind of getting a head start on the next issue Mm -hmm. yeah certainly gets me pumped so so start with the first page so we pick up where we left off in issue two um, with this strange man holding a gun up and he says I'm not here to hurt you or I'm sorry Nate says I'm not here to hurt you please just let me talk he says you're human Nate says what else would I be
1: which we had a lot of questions about last time so we don't know his name
0: right I, think, I don't uh, believe I think, he
3: mentions it. No. no the, the only
0: e- thing they refer to him as murderer. Oh, killer. Killer? No, murderer. murderer.
3: They call him killer. Okay. But, but I think it is killer, yeah. Bet? No bet. Why? Right? Because Anyways. Ryan just said that.
0: He thinks that it's killer. Yeah. So. Oh. <laughs> so for this episode, we're just going to call him the killer? Sure.
1: That sounds fun.
3: Let's okay. do that.
1: All right, so so that we saw this page, and then all of a sudden, we get the monster that chased... Uh, Nate from issue two with the foaming mouth and everything like that, mm-hmm. which Nate doesn't want Killer to kill.
3: Yeah. Which is which interesting. Is the I love that. that. Because if you look back to, like he doesn't He's,
0: he's never killed any of them. He doesn't never have a gun. Anyone.
3: He doesn't have anything to
1: defend himself other well, than he the has transporter a gun. But it's gun. Teleporter, right, yeah. right. But he has nothing to to defend himself How against have these creatures. we not seen
3: that and talked about it? Like that's crazy. I love the fact that he like feels for these animals. He mm-hmm. understands that he's in their world. Right. Mm-hmm. That's nuts. Right. Uh,
1: and that they're not monsters. They are just wild animals in this world. Yeah. I like that.
3: Right before the monster popped out, though, Nate was uh, introducing himself to the to the killer and said, uh, "I'm looking for." dot 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 and then got cut off so i don't know maybe if he had finished his sentence he would have gotten more answers so yeah um nate kind of pushes him away they argue a little bit because nate doesn't want him to kill the monster Mm -hmm. and this get this guy ran uh pulls out a gun and starts shooting at him he's like what are you doing like we're we're on their world why why are you shooting them they get the killer ends up killing the monster With
1: one shotgun blast, this gigantic monster with one blast to the face, Mm -hmm. which I thought was kind of interesting.
3: And he said, and Nate is like livid about it. He says, you, me, everyone else, we're not supposed to be here. This is their world. These things are animals. They're just living their lives. And he says, well, excuse the hell out of me for wanting to live mine. Which, if
1: you were in the African safari and a lion was chasing you, would you do everything in your power not to shoot that lion, or would yeah, you but, shoot that uh, lion? Yeah, but but
3: what in lion safari?
0: But it's almost like saying if you were in, you know, the safari or the jungle or wherever, <laughs> but you were a biologist and you studied animals and you actually were, you know, some sort of scientist that cared for creatures, mm-hmm. and you were put in that position, you wouldn't kill them. You'd think. But would you so let it Nate, kill you?
1: Like Nate? Nate was. But but the,
0: but Nate's not. Nate thinks they could have gotten away. That they could have. The difference.
1: They could have. They were in the building. The yeah. guy turned around and shot it in the face. That's like the when they were already here. away. Yeah. So
0: if it was if it was killing Nathan, I'm sure he would have been okay if that thing if, if the killer mm-hmm. killed it.
1: Do you th- calling him the killer is going to get super <laughs> old? We got to know this guy. to go guy. The guy. Um, do we think that there's a reason why he doesn't want other than he just has a heart of gold?
3: I don't know. I think he just has that understanding. I don't think it it's seemed, like a hard. of It pretty sincere. Just
1: like... This, however, was the stupidest decision Nate could have made ever. So he's trying to explain to Killer why he's there and how he rescues people and what he's doing there. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, oh, you know what? This way is just faster. Yeah. And he goes to shoot him. Yeah. I mean, granted, he goes to shoot him with the, with the, the teleporter gun, but he still pulled a gun he on this guy on that him. did not trust him in the first place.
3: Yeah. yeah. I don't I, think that was I, very smart of him. It either. wasn't. It was so stupid. He should have told him beforehand, but at the same time, he was like, trust me, and then he went to go pull out the gun. I don't think that he was like, I don't know. I, no, he fired, I don't, I don't, I, too, and he like I don't pushed think the he, gun out of the way. I think that he fired because it, he was pushed. Or so, I think it's a possibility. I don't know if I actually think that, but I think it's a possibility. No, he literally, he the,
1: the, the thing he said, okay, so the killer says, I don't leave, uh, the city is my home, and always will be, you're going to... Um, take me back. Uh, take me back where? And Nate says it's hard to explain. This might take uh, there's a faster way to do this. You just need to trust me. But and out then the he corner goes to shoot
0: He sees him pull his gun. So yeah, of course he's gonna be defensive about that's it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like right, it just, but then
3: the next panel, he's shooting the gun as he's getting like Yeah. Hit hit by this guy. Mm-hmm. So we don't know if like if he was just going to shoot him, was it, yeah. was it Han Solo I, don't, I don't know or... if
0: I. I don't think I would have. I don't think he was just going to surprise shoot him. I think he was pulling out his gun to be like, "You need to trust me. I'm going to
3: shoot you with this." But before he can explain, right. he gets elbowed and the gun goes right. off. As anybody would react that way. That's what makes Nate yeah. him stupid. Now,
1: does Nate, does the does his belt teleporter only work on one person, or if he were to like touch Ryan while he does it, would it teleport? It's that a good guy question back too? that we haven't. Have seen, we
0: seen? We haven't seen him. We've only seen the individual. Individual darts used he's only, to bring My guess up. is I mean, that's, that's attached case. to a suit or device or something that he's wearing that teleports him. I don't think it's just this button that he could just take off and put on someone else. Hmm. My guess is that's part of a suit or part of uh, attachment that he's wearing. I don't
3: know if I'd like it if he can grab somebody and teleport them, too.
1: I feel like he would have done it. I feel like he would have done exactly. it in this case. That's why,
3: I'm, that's why I don't yeah. think I'd like it. So, yeah, I mean, he gets... He gets hit with the with uh the guy's gun. Did anybody else think that gut.
0: that dart that got stuck in the wall was sticking into a monster? I it was I did. teleport
3: the I monster. I, I could have so sworn so. that all of a
0: sudden a monster was going to be teleported. That would be
3: cool if something like that happened eventually. I'm
0: sure it
2: will.
1: That yeah. would be very cool. I as thought like
3: it, as like if someone does it on purpose like yeah. as a defense oh, or
0: what sick. if he's what if he's in the jungle as they call it mm-hmm. and that happens cuz then it would end up in the city and not in the quarantine zone. Mm-hmm. True.
1: I think I think it's very interesting still that this is kind of a thing, you know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't want to say that it's dragging out, but I mean, if if these, if if you were stranded in this world and you saw other people being teleported away, that that because I mean they saw the Crenshaws get teleported, right?
0: Didn't not, they? Not this guy, but some not people this guy, did. but some yeah. people
1: did. Wouldn't you think, hey? I mean, what would you think? You wouldn't think instantly bad. You'd see humans. That's the, that's the weird thing, too,
0: because you have to assume all these people know that they are not on Earth anymore. You know what I mean? Like, they, they have to know that humans still exist. But maybe in their mind, there wasn't another dimension that mm-hmm. pulled in. Maybe this is Earth now and that everybody else died. That's a good they've point. Because they've been there for years. So maybe it, it, in for years, in their mind, all humans are dead except them. Yeah. So all of a sudden, somebody else shows up I don't know,
1: but I, maybe but they're I, the cause. But wouldn't like, wouldn't that be because he meets Nate meets with, uh, he's in the hospital, in the and the next scene, and well, he's...
3: hold on before we before we get too far, I, I have another question too. Is like, um, before they get into the tussle of it, the guy says, uh, or Nate says, I, I want to take you back, and and this guy says, you're gonna bring bring me back, take me back where. Why would he not know? You know, what I mean, maybe he doesn't know. Obviously, he, he might not know that Nate has a way back to Earth or, you know, our dimension. Um, but I don't know. I thought that that was kind of weird that he didn't know what Nate was talking about.
0: So that brings up the other possibility that maybe this occurrence that happened in Philadelphia happened to other universes, to other humans in other places, or that there are humans that live in this universe as well mm-hmm. that have always been there. You know, maybe there are certain people that didn't come from Philadelphia and they came from somewhere else,
1: where we don't know yet. Yeah. Yeah, but then that, but they know who these people are because they have a missing thing, and then they'll go up to the wall and scrape off the missing people, so those people are from this dimension, not some other dimension or right. from oblivion. But, yeah, they're
3: from the city. I mean, it, it took everybody that was. There I guess I'm trying. In, I guess oblivion. I'm
1: trying to put myself right. into the shoes of someone who has no idea what what the what the transference is. They all. I mean. These people were in that part of the city, and then all of a sudden, boom! They're in Oblivion. They mm-hmm. don't know how they got there. Mm-hmm. For all they know, this other place was was transported to them, and the yeah. rest of the Earth is gone. Like yeah. they don't know, you know. But I, I guess, if I were Nate, the first thing I'd say is, "Hey, how come you guys run and not, from me?" And not only that, but for years, do they? the government. Yeah, they don't want to be saved. The Crenshaws were running from him when oh, they, they were when running he was from Yeah, but yeah. they
3: were running from the monster. No one ever, no one ever ran from him.
1: Yeah, they were running from the monster. In that Only life.
3: the Crenshaws, but we already talked about that, and Ooh. we th- we think that they were running from the monster.
0: Oh, okay. The more interesting thing is, for a while, the government was going in there and extracting people. So you have to assume that they're they've extracted dozens and dozens of people, all of which have been from Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you'd think that if there were any humans that weren't from Philadelphia, they would have. Found out by then through that process.
1: Yeah. Well, that we'll circle back to that question right there because there's an interesting occurrence right. that happens.
3: So I mean, he he pulls out the gun. He they get into a fight. Nate's on the ground. This guy actually goes to shoot him, but right as he shoots him, Nate teleports out.
0: Again, though, this guy thinks Nate was about to shoot him. I right. would have done the same thing. Right.
1: Maybe I mean maybe not. Like but.
0: In in one of the coolest looking pages, but I think that yeah, that it's such
3: a cool page. Um, but I don't know. I thought that was kind of badass that he like teleported out the last second. That's my favorite part of the comic.
1: It's his way though, right? He'll wait until he's in the in, in the monster in the in a monster's mouth before he teleports out. He's like, I could get, make this seem a little bit
3: cooler. Mm. I
0: know? also really like this page of uh, the killer going up and retrieving the, the teleporter,
3: waiting dark. for it to stop beeping and then taking it out of the wall putting it in his pocket and walking away. So, yeah, then we get uh, Nate back in the desert, which is this like, I mean, this is like the drop point. So he he's always getting dropped at this particular point. Nope. Well,
0: because he never leaves the city. I think it's a one-to-one ratio. I think yeah. he's always getting dropped in a different location. Like, for example, he drops from a high point above the ground, which I think that maybe the ground was higher where he was in that dimension. Hmm. So I think that in that circled-off quarantined area or whatever... Uh, he can, it's just a one-to-one He'll wherever he is there, which is why I think the jungle, the outskirts in Oblivion is the actual rest of the earth mm-hmm. perhaps, Yeah. Perhaps which I right. also I, I really like that page too of him uh, dropping down uh,
3: yeah, I mean like it's a shame that the he colors does are this awesome. it's a shame that he does this digitally I love it that he does it digitally but like, I like to own these pages you know, can't own them You can own them
0: in comic book form. A
1: floppy. Uh, uh, We'll sell the floppies. Speaking of,
0: though, speaking of physical form on these comics, we haven't mentioned it yet, but I love the fact that Skybound Kirkman, whoever made the decision uh, to make these comics have the thicker material paper for the covers, I love that. I've always liked that uh, in comics where they have the, like, a little bit thicker. I don't have one nearby, Mm -hmm. but uh, it's nice. Nice. I've I've never seen. Ryan, it's a nice touch.
3: Have you? Did you read the email that I sent you, no, the one you just sent me? Yeah, like no. before we started. Someone
1: no. very specifically calls that out, really? like almost word for word. Oh. like you're plagiarizing
3: them right now. Oh wow! I'll just tell you. I was, mean, I wish. Was, did you talk to Mike Barrett about it? No, I didn't. Was Mike... <laughs> I, I noticed that when the
0: first when I got the first issue when you know when it came out, I was like, yes, I love that because Literally? I'm always jealous of like DC or Marvel or something like that. Especially DC, they always do like. Thicker covers or like mm-hmm. things that are almost like 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 uh Invincible did it for
3: the Chromium edition. Like I love like good sturdy covers to comics. We'll we'll read it later, but what's funny about Mike Barrett's email is that he does not talk about anything that happened in the comic or the series at all. <laughs> <It was on laughs> literally the, pages. the entire thing was the make of the comic. I the whole it. thing. I love it. Good. It's no, good. Right. It's well, good. I'm yeah. glad it's
0: getting the
1: attention. So the next couple of pages are just Dialogue that I don't really think adds anything. It's just him talking about you know going in. He gets into a fight with his girlfriend, getting in a
0: fight with Heather, which I don't know. Is next issue they're going to be all cuddly again? Well, they seem to go back and forth. So, but there's
1: one thing here. Uh, So she says, um, "But what about your life? Uh, What did you do to feel so guilty? How can you justify throwing your life away like this?" She's talking about the the chance of him dying every time he goes there. Uh, Don't you want more for us? And then he says, "I do." I really do and then she says so and then nate says i know what you want me to say and you know i can't and they have this this look
3: he's not gonna do it he's not gonna stop he finds his brother
1: he's not gonna give it up right he's not gonna give it up
0: yeah it's kind of like she's looking at him being like you know seriously like is this really
3: and he's like yeah (laughs) and she just says maybe i'll see you next weekend right if you're still alive and walks out
1: so the the next
3: interesting part
1: the biggest takeaway uh, was the conversation that he had with Duncan, um, where Duncan talks about how long these people have been and it lost in oblivion and if they actually do want to be saved. Like, who is he to bring them back if they love, don't want to come back? I love
3: this conversation because he, Nate says, You don't believe that. The, the Crenshaws are doing fine look at you, you're okay. And he says, I'm getting by, but I am not okay. Mm-hmm. If, mm-hmm. if the Crenshaws say these people don't want to come back, leave them. He's saying, leave them alone. Mm-hmm. They're fine. So I, that's just, like I said, This I feel like this whole comic kind of puts that question in your mind. Is what Nate do is doing, is it is it a good thing? Because obviously, we get back, get more into that later in the comic, too, when he's talking to. Well, we haven't really seen the
1: long term effects of someone being back. Right. I mean, obviously, Duncan wasn't in as long as everybody else. He was one of the first rescued, but the Crenshaws have been in there for 10 years. Everybody else has been in there for a decade. Where were you 10 years ago, dude? Like, that's a long ass time to be in another dimension, in another world. And. I mean, he he brings up a good point. Like, what are they going to do? Get 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 day jobs and go back to their old lives? And yeah. what like they're they're different? Drop their children they're
3: children off at daycare. Yeah, they're different people. It, he said he compared it to training a wolf. To you might as well train a wolf to. Uh, I can't even remember what he said. Drive a car, or something. do, Drive a car do or stuff something like that. Yeah. Make a
1: sandwich, yeah. you know, and uh, ride a bike, but. I, I, the way that this made me feel is that in thinking the entire time that Nate is self selfless, selfless, he's actually pretty selfish, because he's stealing these people away from a world that they're used to, and even if they hate living there, he's then throwing them back into a world where they don't necessarily belong anymore.
3: Like yeah, how how, how, his, how can who, you reestablish your who life? Who is to decide where they belong? Exactly, which brings they, us to the they next do. page. I know, but if they, like, if they think that they don't want to come back, but then when they do come back, maybe they realize, you know, maybe so, maybe Oblivion kind of brainwashes them a little bit somehow into thinking that they, that that's their home and that's where they belong. Cue Olive. Olive comes in. Olive is a, a new character we haven't seen before. Uh, a woman that we assume Nate saved in the past.
0: I, at first, I had to go back and check and make sure it wasn't Lucy.
3: Yeah, I did too, actually. Lucy being the, the same from the first hair. one? Yeah. From the, from the, from the bar. Far. We still have not seen her. Yeah. We still have not seen Lucy. Mm-hmm. She uh She set, came in and, and knew who Nate was, and Nate knew her, so... Um, I mean, is this something like the Spaghetti Monster from Invincible? Like, no, no. Is this something anything, are not be like gonna the, see ever again. No, if
0: anything, it'd be like the the gym teacher. I think it was or the principal, not the principal, the gym teacher in Invincible, where he's he breaks up a fight and he has this character moment where he's very prominently displayed. Kirkman would, had, had said that he was going to become a character and he never did. I think. But there's, issue this one, is, like oh, this, know, is, this a, is it's absolutely gonna be a character, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, we'll find
3: out more. I, I, I mean, I'm convinced it's somebody that has to do with Ed. I mean, Nate and Heather seem to have be having some issues lately, so maybe something will happen with maybe them. Alice and then maybe he be a love interest, an ex, and then Lucy will come or back. She's an ex. Well, could be. So, or maybe she's his next love interest. So she goes there,
1: um, knowing that Nate wanted to talk about Oblivion and about her time there, and he talks about she talks about how she's working overnights at a hotel. And how it kind of suits her, and, and she still has moments where, you know, loud things scare her, and she's still not perfectly right. And she asks Nate not to talk about Oblivion. Yeah, Because I don't, she doesn't I don't, want to bring it up again. I did not
3: like Olive in this scene. Because she's like, she's like begging him, please do not make me talk about it. Please, just don't. Just don't ask. Even
1: though I knew that's why you brought me here. Right.
3: So he gets up, and he's like, and he immediately was like, you're right, I understand that my inter- my interviews in the past have, have, you know, taken a lot out of you. I'm just going to, I'll leave. And then she grabs him by the arm and says, well, wait, wait, wait. Like, mm-hmm. if, if, if it can help people, then, then I'll do the interview. And like,
1: right. What the hell is that? Which, like, which confuses me again because she said, okay, but you're trying to find more people, right? And he said always. And then she's like, and do and you think I can help? Okay, I'll, I'll be okay. I can do it. Right. Like, so then this makes me think that people don't want to be in oblivion. Mm-hmm. You know, because she knows that it's not.
3: <coughs> well, I like that. Well, she I mean, asks him too, or he asks her.
0: Yeah, and that's kind of how their conversation ends. After there's like a whole dog barking scene where it startles her, still like she's still clearly shooken by Oblivion. Mm-hmm. Um, shooken. But, no, 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 the dog, the dog barking, the dog barking <laughs>
1: scene is way more important than where, than that deserves. Go for it. So, well, she talks this conversation. She talks about how there were groups of people. That wanted to stay in the city and that wanted to go into the jungle. The mm-hmm. jungle being yes. actual oblivion, not yes. not the city that was left over, mm-hmm. um, but the actual. So then people left, and she said they've never been seen again. They're probably dead. That is when dogs come up, un- unrelated dogs, and they start barking at Olive like aggressively, mm-hmm. like sh- like something's wrong with her. Mm-hmm. And obviously she's distraught by it because she's she's got shell shock, PTSD or whatever it is. But why are the dogs barking at her? Obviously, that's the biggest question. What is wrong with her?
0: I disagree. I think it's just... It's, it's clearly Are you two, serious? It's clearly two dogs barking at each other, and it's startling her.
3: I agree with Ryan.
0: It's, it's two dogs crossing in front of her, and they like bark at you, each other. They're you, not barking If at you her. look
3: at the very beginning of this scene, the first time you see Olive, when she sits down, she's, like, looking off to the left. She's nervous all the time. Like, literally, when she shows up to the scene, she's, like, kind of... She looks scared. You know what I mean? I just think that that's her personality. Damn it. Sorry.
1: You're right. It is two dogs barking at each other. Why couldn't they be barking? You you see how I could get confused though, right?
0: You thought it was two dogs on the same like owner like like
1: No, no, I just thought it was dogs that were walking by that that sensed oh. something in her and I that's see. why they're barking at her.
3: So I have something that um that I wanted to bring up about this conversation is when she agrees to talk to him, the first thing Nate says is you told me about a time early on only a few months after when survivors started splitting into larger groups, arguing about where to live, what place was safest? Do you remember any of those groups? Well, if they were, if they were talking about leaving the city now, when he talks about like, um, when survivors started splitting into larger groups, arguing about where to live, what places were, were safest. That sounds like a story that I want to read. And it made me wonder when I, when I thought that like, Oh, that sounds like something I would read. What if they do like a break-off I'd where you to see, see the, the other side? Like and the, not only that. But the I, next graphic novel is, or the next like soft cover like story there's, there's, is, is from Ed's point of view or yeah, something.
0: There's two stories there. There's the story of the people that get teleported there instantly and what they had to go through in the following months or year. But there's also the story of... What it was like for everybody back on Earth and how they dealt there. with it, how they dealt with the monsters that appeared there, how they how they got the government funding, how they started moving into the to oblivion, what it was like when they first started teleporting in, what it was like when they brought people back, the things they learned. I think those are awesome questions and uh, you know has a lot of potential for story there.
3: I think it would be very cool if they did a break off.
1: I think it's still way too early. I don't but, think it, it even yeah. it even needs to be a break off. You're what saying like Nate, a different series. What if
3: Nate is not the main character of the story? Maybe he's just one of the main characters. What if Ed is also a main character, and then they did a they they did the next six six issues are about Ed. You know what I mean? And then it shows them meat or something. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. there's so many possibilities. We're only three issues in. We know nothing. We know nothing. Yeah, Jon Snow. Uh,
0: nice so the conversation with Olive ends with with you know nate asking that question asking if you know if it's is it would it have been harder living here than staying in oblivion and she's like absolutely not she said there's no way i would have, i would wish that on anyone essentially like uh which kind of gives us the answer and gives nate the answer that he was looking for uh and what tj was talking about this whole issue being about mm-hmm. so
3: mike qu- another question i have too is um so do you do, like when he's in we whenever we see him in Oblivion he's typically in the city and he, he never goes in the jungle ever. Yeah, I know and it, it it I feel like all the people have to be in the jungle, all of them.
1: Well, a good portion of them. I bet there's a bunch of them. Probably. I mean, when 10 years, okay? Think
3: why why 10 is years why is this the, guy or the killer a, think think about why the killer is in the city in the first place.
1: Why
0: is he there? Banished. Cuz he's banished. Yeah, you're right. There could be a 10 year old that's lived on, a, that's been in oblivion. Think about it. Let's that's be real.
1: Probably nine, maybe eight. True. Well, I'm saying somebody that could be pregnant. Oh, they were though, pregnant.
0: Or yeah. somebody that got pregnant in oblivion.
3: By. Or someone that was giving birth while the transference was happening.
1: <laughs> that, too. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. So the the comic, then we have two, two, three, three pages left. Um, and it goes back to Killer, who is leaving the city right? That's, that's what's happening.
3: Yeah. He's leaving the city. He's going, I wasn't to sure
0: about this. I, this is one thing that I like, cause the page before this, she mentions the jungle and never go there. Like, doesn't, isn't that what she says? The page mm, right before so. this, um, uh, but adjusting. Yeah. I don't know. See, I wasn't sure if, cause it, it opens up on this awesome page of, um, the bridge and, or this awesome panel of the bridge And I wasn't sure if that was just to show that he was walking into the structure beneath the bridge because that didn't look like a border. I didn't get the impression that he was walking between borders of the city and the jungle, so to say. But as soon as he walks into it, it looks like a jungle. It's so So obviously a jungle.
3: So what Olive says is, is when Nate asks, do you remember people talking about leaving the city? And she says, yeah, but Nathan, you can't go after them. Those people are gone. They stepped out into that jungle... And they never came back. I don't want you to die like they did. So she's assuming they're dead. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: And her saying those people, like that's leading up to the next few pages, I think. So yeah, I think it is. I just didn't get the impression that there was a border there. Because we're seeing it. It almost looks like we're seeing it from the jungle's perspective. Mm -hmm. But in which case, we're not seeing him walking towards us. Right. So I I wasn't really sure.
1: All right. So we get Killer, walk into the jungle. He gets attacked by this snarly thing. Now... I thought, again, hoping that, so he goes to shoot this thing, but then like falls down, drops his gun and it falls onto him and he hugs it. And obviously he's just like bear hugging it to try and make it not, not kill him. But I thought it would have been cool if it was like a pet. Oh, like that's what I thought it was going. Did you think I, so too?
3: I, I did think that too. Yeah. Like it was
1: going to start licking him or something. Like I that thought was
3: that was going to be the ending. Like, Oh like yeah, they they can be trained.
1: Right. Um, but no, it gets, it gets shot off screen by like a machine gun he knocks it off of him and then he sees a one two three four five six there's there's at least six people in this scene yeah, maybe more if you look Seven. a little bit closer oh Seven. yeah yep yep some feet there um standing in the jungle and it looks like they're like, this jungle is just all, like, trees, and you can't see that deep into it because it, it looks like a nest. Like, it's very weird. It looks very hive-y like mm-hmm. um like hive-mindy kind of stuff. Um, but it looks like, is that a girl?
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: A girl with, like, slick back hair. She says, um, you know you're forbidden to come here, killer. Why are you here?
3: Killer, killer not-, not murderer. Yeah, I know. I
1: agreed with Ryan fucking... because he's always right. <laughs> and then he pulls up the little dart thing and says, I have something uh, you're going to want to see. And that is how issue three ends.
3: I want to draw attention to the girl, the blonde girl on the right with the sunglasses. She looks like a cool dude. I would hang out with her.
0: Yeah, she looks cool. Uh, something to clarify. These are not the same people we saw before with Ed, correct? No. Completely different think? people. No. Because we think Ed's group live, live in, the in the city. city. And yeah. this these are the people that went into the jungle.
1: Right. Which... You could assume, if they're the kind of people that want to live in the wilderness in some alien world, are pretty unhinged. Or a little badass. Right, little little BA. Mm-hmm. My question is, man, there must have been a lot of guns.
0: Exactly. Ten years? Was it ten years? Ten
1: years and they've there, been here. I mean, and they maybe have,
0: these are the people that immediately went to stockpile. I mean, it was a good chunk of the city, so I assume there was a...
1: An
3: armory, maybe?
1: An armory? There had to some have military. been an armory.
3: Or maybe military people stayed in oblivion. From when they went in to go extract people.
1: Oh, I guess. Maybe they could have brought, like, a lot of, like, Guns. tanks or something yeah. like that. And hmm. then...
3: So, my main question here...
1: Go ahead. Is, why are they calling him killer? And why is he forbidden? Because he killed one of them, and they forbade him from coming back. Yeah. That's usually how those things work. And after then, 10, after you ten years, you think I don't there's, think there's a big I think there's question
0: rules there. that they implemented that no yeah. murder, no do this, or otherwise you're forbidden. You have to stay in the city because they have, like, a settlement in the jungle somewhere. mm I yeah, I,
1: yeah, I don't. I think it would have to be with people because I thought originally maybe Killer, maybe they, I have no and idea. And why
0: would he want them to see the teleporter dart? You know, like, why would he think that they'd want to see that? I don't know. What are they, they,
1: they going to do with it? They have no technology. They have nothing. Yeah. You know?
0: But maybe he, he thinks that, oh, maybe someone, one of them will be able to reverse engineer it somehow because, like, he's, he, he clearly knows that it was probably intended to teleport him after seeing Nathan teleport away because the teleporter on his belt. So, I don't know.
3: Next question. You guys said that you believe that this is a different group and that Ed's group lives in the city. Yeah. the last thing that he says is, I have something he is going to want to see. You don't think that's Ed?
0: Oh, I didn't catch that. For some reason, I thought he said, I have something you're going to want to see. Huh. Hmm. Interesting. Unless... uh
1: Ryan, what do you think? Because I'm going to agree a, with you. that's
0: a red herring that, to make us think that uh, it is Ed, and it's actually somebody, uh, a big bad that we haven't met but before. But Ed so was, it, Ed if was if in the of, city. Yeah, but maybe they go into the city because, I I'm mean, sure they've they been travel. watching. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's interesting. I'm not sure. I don't know.
1: Yeah. So uh, the the next three panels on issue four. So issue four is available... June thirteenth, mm-hmm. um, and the cover looks kind the of The cover looks sick. Looks really badass, actually. I didn't, I didn't take a quick look at it, but it looks like so. It's the jungle, right? Yeah, it's a bunch of people traveling into oblivion. So maybe the,
0: that's those people with the killer behind them walking deeper into the jungle.
1: That actually may be my favorite cover. Yeah, that I've seen thus Same. far.
0: That is,
3: that's mm-hmm. cool.
1: Because it 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 opens up a lot of mystery. I, I really hope that the next issue was almost entirely in Oblivion.
3: I think we're, I think it would be cool to see, to get that other perspective. Yeah. Well, then we
1: have, uh, so in the next on, you have Nate shrouded in his thing, and he's in like an alleyway, and there's these flying monsters saying scree or whatever, and he hears help. He hears someone shout help.
0: Mm-hmm. I gotta say, this was my favorite issue, if we include this, you know, panel, which I guess we shouldn't because that's going to be an issue four. But I loved the monsters in this issue. I loved the uh, monster that, you know, uh, attack killer, killer? Built, the, that's... The bear hugged. I really liked that one. Yeah, I really like that one too. That was cool. And then these little dog things with these tentacle faces. So I really like the monsters in this. issue. Every
1: time that I see a new monster, I think about how Lorenzo always said, these things are from a different dimension. Even their heads would be... Who say that they would have heads that we think what a head would be. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, a bunch of fucking tentacles and stuff. And there's a little baby one, little baby horse oh, yeah. thing. And these don't look
0: aggressive. Aggressive. No. They I, I, and, and there's birds attacking them, right? In the first panel?
1: Yeah, there's birds that are flying around attacking. Those
0: cool
1: too. Yeah. Um so,
3: so I have a question. Um What I want to check in. With your guys's opinion on Ed, and have you have your opinions changed? What do you think? Who do you think that guy was at the end of the first issue? Do you think that that's him? Do we still think it's
0: well? It's, it's his brother. We don't yeah, know. I do. I don't know. My opinion hasn't changed. I don't think we've learned anything more that would make me sway one way or the other. I think the fact that Nathan thinks it's his brother, I mean, that makes me think that oh, it's probably not going to be. But I don't know.
1: You think it is. Yeah, I don't think that we have any reason. I think that I, would be like... I think we do have almost, reason to believe it's I think not. it would almost be cliche if it was like not him. You but know then what I mean? That,
0: but then that becomes the cliche and in which right. case
3: it'd be cool if it was him. Like, I don't Why know. does Ed not know who Nathan is? He does know who Nate is. He saw him up on the hill and he said... From thousands of... But they said from, they, they've been watching them. And which brings me to my next question. He said, I think it's time he's like we've been watching him for a while we don't know what he's doing so i think it's time we set a trap we haven't seen that trap yet the trap was a crenshaw's yeah wasn't
0: the trap the crenshaw's no he
3: said the crenshaw's didn't work out they betrayed us mm. now mm. i think it's time we set a trap mm. he
1: does not that's like me expecting to know who you are with a hoodie on from you think he just blocks didn't see him? away yeah that's impossible yeah, he's got a hood years. up he's got the mask on and stuff it has nothing to do with the fact that he wouldn't recognize so, him
0: but uh, let's take uh let's take the other point of view maybe he thinks it is him and he's trying to capture his brother for a reason i don't know
3: hmm.
0: yeah mm-hmm. it does look like it's pretty far away
3: it's really says, far away he says uh the crenshaw plan failed whoever this whoever this guy is oh yeah we need to know what he's doing to our people so he knows, he knows enough that... They're taking he's, people. He's, he, this particular guy being Nate, this Ed guy knows that Nate is extracting people. And he says, whoever this guy is, we need to understand what he's doing to our people. I think it's time we set a trap. That's how the first issue ends.
0: Just looking at this, this Ed guy and his people, I like to think that this is a different group of people. I like to think that maybe these are the good guys and the... the, the you know the assholes over in the jungle are the more militaristic kind, and this guy's looking out for
3: his people, mm-hmm. and they don't know who's who. I like to think of it as cool like idea. two tribes. Yeah. Hmm. That would insinuate that the guy that he that the killer is bringing the probe to would not be Ed.
0: Yeah, that's what I mean. I'm I'm kind of thinking that it's not.
3: No. Yeah. Cool. cool. What about hmm. DeMarco? Do you guys think he's coming back? From the second issue, it was uh the guy that yeah. oh that he tried to, to convince to go back in because mm-hmm. I was rereading Which, all three of them and it just seems kind of random if he doesn't come back like that whole that whole conversation like what was, like, purpose nothing. did that serve that, yeah for that guy
1: had
0: her. a uh, uh uh the what is that there was an Easter egg on that guy's shirt did you see Lorenzo tweeted out about I looked it no. up it was Soldier seventy seven or whatever from um um shit uh why can't I think of the name of the video game.
3: 76
0: 76 yeah from uh
3: all right
1: it's going to drive me crazy he's going to get it right okay so um it's all right we'll now just... that we finished the the issue recap let's go right into the e- so tj you said how many emails did we get
3: well for i there's, i still have some more stuff I want to talk about Ugh. i want to talk about the letters column
1: oh i thought you were going to talk about infinity war again
3: <gasps> overwatch how the hell did i not overwatch, think of it that? oh
0: what jeez but yeah that's a reference to the character
3: all right uh, so there were some, a couple things that, that's cool though, that that must be. Yeah, now I'm going to be looking out for Easter eggs. I wonder if that, did he, did he say when he tweeted that, if that came from Kirkman or from him?
0: Oh, it's from him. Is it? Yeah, it's from him.
3: Cool. In the letters column, some things uh, got brought up that I just wanted to bring up. Um, Kirkman confirmed something about, something that we mentioned, I think last episode, about doppelgangers. And he said uh, that Oblivion is not a version of Earth. Therefore, there are no doubles, so there's not like it's not like Ed is like another version of right. You know, that the, lot, or It's, that there's okay. another it's the Ed
0: from Oblivion and the Ed from Earth. Yeah, yeah. I kind of like that he clarified that, but I mean that just man that that, that could we could have been festering on yeah, that we forever. We could have been thinking about that for a while.
1: Yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, another thing that I thought was kind of cool is that at the end, Kirkman, or excuse me, uh, at the beginning, Kirkman's talking about. Um, the not-for-resale that, that went out and how people were buying it off of eBay? Because someone wrote no, in and, and said, was... I I read all of it. And he's like, he calls out the retailers and he's saying, guys, you, this was not for resale. It says on the cover. And you guys went on eBay and re, re, and did it. And he said um, that they were monitoring every sale and who it went to. <laughs> and I got one off of eBay. Which I thought that was kind of cool. <laughs> well, not only that, but
0: I'm sure they're monitoring... Who not who they went to, but who was selling them? So mm-hmm. they know, like, hey, that store sold that them. Be. We're not going to be giving them more. why would they care who bought them? Yeah, that, oh, yeah, I think
3: no. I think that they
0: that doesn't make sense. They were they he, because oh, oh that's, unless that's he's joking, he, saying like, ha, I know you guys bought it even though you're not supposed to, but again, it's not for sale.
3: Yeah, I didn't save the position, but he, I think he was talking. About the kid because he was talking about like spoilers and stuffing stuff. And stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, so he's just talking about the kid. Which
3: that, I mean, I am surprised that there haven't been no no spoilers and a lot of people have don't read. Don't say
0: that. Don't say that. You're gonna get an email.
3: I don't. Yeah. You better not email us because I I'll, I'll read all the emails and I'll be pissed if you uh, if you send us any spoilers. We don't want to know anything. Um, and then the other thing that I wanted to bring up is the very last thing that they say is we're back in June. Where we go deeper into oblivion than we've ever been before also something's wrong with bridget what exactly only me and robert know at this point bridget
1: is duncan's bridget oh no bridget is um, bridget is
3: duncan's girlfriend that was the the other partner that was
1: cheating on him well not cheating on him but
3: with another guy when she, when she thought duncan was dead right yeah hmm what's wrong with bridget
1: why would he even bring that up if she wasn't even in?
0: She was briefly in this issue. Briefly, but Checking not... Checking in on him. Yeah, yeah,
1: but, I mean, didn't really show any signs of something being wrong yeah. with I, her.
0: I guess that's the point. We're going to find out.
1: Unless he's referring to what we found out in issue 2 Mm-hmm. Like, that could be what's wrong with her.
3: Yeah. Hmm. And then um, one other thing, too, is that uh, Kirkman... Someone says something about how, like, you surprised us, like you ended invincible, and then coincidentally oblivion song came out not that oblivion song took invincible's place but um and he says just keep surprising us and he's and then i'm not sure if it was kirkman or if it was uh sean Sean mackiewicz who said we might be surprising you with something soon meaning something not oblivion song related maybe a new comic Hmm. so yeah huh maybe maybe not maybe not a new pin Hmm. Yeah, that'd that's... be cool. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's always what it is.
3: All right, so uh, yeah, we do have some emails. Uh, Bill, would you like to read one? Sure.
1: So I will read one from a friend of the podcast, Wyatt Bridges. Um, Wyatt,
3: he does our intro music.
1: Yep. So if you guys like that, actually, go to go find him on SoundCloud. What what is his? Um, does he have a different name? Uh, Wyatt Lane. Okay, so on SoundCloud. Search and Wyatt cannot... Lane.
3: Or uh, honestly, you can just go to... If you go to our SoundCloud account uh, and go to our description, uh, His the, the link to his SoundCloud is in our description. You just click on that.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, isn't he doing like a release like a month? Like one, one new song every month or something? I don't know. Like he
3: did come out with a new song, though. It's good.
1: Yeah. All right, so he says, uh, Hey, guys, issue three was interesting. I was a little bit frustrated at first because I felt like this issue was mostly just set up for future storylines, I agree, uh, with not much meat as the previous two issues, although the more I thought about the issue, the more it grew on me. The fact that Nathan goes to Oblivion and has what I assume to be his first encounter with a person that doesn't want to go back and even tries to kill him is really interesting. I don't think that he doesn't necessarily want to go back, he just doesn't know where Nate wants to take him to. Um, but those events yeah. in Oblivion, plus all of the conversations he has back in our dimension, raise some interesting questions that Nathan is now struggling with. Should you try and quote unquote save people that don't want to be saved? Mm. After a certain point, can a person be gone, be too far gone? Um, absolutely. I, I think that that's the main question. Um, but he goes on to say these are really complex questions that I'm glad this kind this comic is kind of digging into, by the end of the issue, you can clearly see Nathan is struggling with them as well, and I'm interested to see how he deals with that internally. Overall, I think this issue wasn't what I expected, but I enjoyed it a lot after it sat with me for a while. Keep up all the great work, guys. Love, Wyatt.
3: Thanks Wyatt. I do think that you that at times obviously it goes it's situational but you I think people do have a responsibility to save people if they, even if they don't want to be saved. I know it's a different scenario. It goes back to
1: what Olive said.
3: Yeah, but at the same time like think think about like I don't know. I feel like there are people in the world that just don't want to be saved but they don't know what's good for them. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, but who are you to say what's good for them? Exactly. That's the whole That's they, a really that's a
3: really Big
1: ambitious question to ask.
3: It because is. It's all about. I don't want to get like deep or anything, but think of like old people with old timers and stuff. And they're like, just leave me alone. No, like you got to take a bath. You know, what I mean, you know, like you got to take care of them. People that are not it's in their just, own minds. People in other countries. I think it's possible.
0: Yeah. That that you know, it, I I don't know if any examples off the top of my head, but mm-hmm. whether it be a uh, situation back in the day during warring, you know, days where you they're clearly on the side of. Uh, a country that's doing something very wrong to right. other countries and it's like you, you, should mm-hmm. we go in there and save those people or even now with current topics with the people that are living in North Korea and such like is it wrong to liberate those people they are they brainwashed are they okay with it like would they be happier mm-hmm. without it it's a it is a tough I mean question. you can
1: you can think about it and this may be a little controversial for me to say but like what missionaries do you know what I mean like they go into a culture that is completely isolated away from any kind of you're saying that's Out, what outgoing, Nate can do. Right. You know what I mean? And so these, so, and then we as quote unquote civilized people bring these people civilization and Christianity not, and stuff like that. That's and that's not and what help Nate's them. doing.
3: Nate is forcing them back. And then but, they're, then but I'm they're saying, thanking him for it after he's done it.
0: That's the thing. And I think until somebody prefers to go back to oblivion, which as far as we know has never happened,
3: that'd be a cool story plot.
0: Then I think until that happens, we, we have to side with Nate and think he's in the right.
3: I agree.
1: I, I mean, I guess so, but n- again, I said in the beginning how I went from thinking that Nate was very selfless to now that what he's doing is almost selfish. Like He's not doing it because he wants to save people. He's because doing I, it because he wants to save one person for himself.
0: That's a good point, because especially in this issue with his conversation with Heather, I got the impression that... I'll just ask you guys, do you guys think that Nate would keep doing this once he finds? Find no, Ed?
1: I think that the only reason why he's he's trying to find people that will help him find his brother Ed. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, like, yeah. So like you're that, right though, that, that,
0: that is that is a that is true.
1: Right. So and it's not fair to I mean, these people have been living like this for ten years. Who's to say, I mean, I'm sure there's people like me, if the end of the world happened, knock on wood, I almost would prefer it because I don't have to go to work and I can scrounge for food and go live in the woods with yeah. my family. You know what I mean? Like uh,
3: scrounge for food? Yeah, but then, or
1: you can find some some avocado and, and peach trees and live forever,
3: you know? Hmm. A peach is still a peach. Kung Fu Panda. Mm. Oh, good one.
0: I've got another email. This one comes from our friend Mike Barrett. This is the email that we were talking about
1: earlier. Oh, how very fitting that you read it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Mike says, Hey gang, loving the comic thus far, and I think I need to digest a couple more issues before I have any detailed story questions, but I do want to say that I'm buying the physical comics each month, and I'm very impressed with the quality of the comic itself. The paper choices are spot on. I hate when a comic is too floppy in my hands or too stiff, and this just feels perfect when I hold it. I do question the choice of a matte finish on the covers and interiors, though, I feel like Lorenzo's art and Annalise's colors, particularly for the monsters and oblivion in general, would pop with a glossy finish. Maybe make it look a bit slimy. Thoughts? Hope you enjoyed the show and tell gift again. Thank you Mike for the poster. Love, Mike B. Uh yeah, obviously we talked about this a little bit earlier, but I love that and and he brings up a good point. I hate when a comic feels floppy. I feel like like when I got big issues of Invincible or something like that, I'd have to be really delicate. I have to make sure my hands are clean. I have to make sure, like, you, like you don't want the corners to get banged up. The like, are, turn the page.
3: Wash your hands. Turn the page. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. But yeah, Gilbert. no,
0: I I appreciate that it, this is a, a a a little
3: bit sturdier material,
0: paper, and um, what do you say I about? I agree. I agree with the the, the glossy matte.
3: finish was cool. What I said was, any comic that has that gloss on it. It's sick. Oh I yeah, love definitely. That glossy. I agree. Well, I that's agree most like, comics. No, it's no, it's not. No, it's no, not. It's most not. comics well, are not matte. They're, no, like no, they're, no, they're, no like Most clo- are paper.
0: Most are just the standard paper. Like sometimes, like Oblivion Song is matte. A lot of the time, there's a glossy. Like TJ's getting up to go grab one right now. But I, uh, I agree with Mike though that if it was done in a glossy, I, I think, uh, I think it would look kind of cool with Oblivion Song, uh, like having a little bit more of that. Yeah. I, I don't know. Shiny I don't know what it is though. It. I've always been a huge well, fan. Well, now TJ is showing you that is not glossy. That is actual metallic. This looks
3: like
1: no foil, but, but I mean, it's foil, it's like yeah. That. Okay, but the it's page. Foil. But the page. This is what he's talking about. Gl- oh yeah. Glossy. It's yeah, not. I agree. That is. Yeah, it's not. And this is what most comics are. Like yeah. it, it shine. The light reflects off of it, which mm-hmm. would create this slimy look. I, for some reason. Always like when a comic goes the other way and has a matte finish. I don't know why. I just I I prefer it. I love
0: it. I think it has a distinct look to Oblivion Song and especially the
1: the cover. Oh good. Good on you, so we have one more email, don't we? Uh we do. Do you do you want to take it off, TJ? Uh Jordan. Our our
3: homeboy uh Jordan Gilbert. Hey Jordan. Jordan, also a big fan of uh Invincible. He says, hey, guys, great issue. Nate really irritated me this time. And this is something that you brought up, Bill. Uh, he tried to tell the guy he's walking around with to trust him and then tries to take him back and whips a gun out. I mean, come on. I at least liked that he realized he goofed later, loved the dialogue with Nate and his girlfriend, forgot her name. It's Heather. <laughs> uh and I liked how Duncan put it in perspective for him that maybe some people don't want to come back at all. I think the guy, I think the guy he was walking around with is taking the dart to Nate's brother. The story gets better and better.
1: Love Jordan. Did he put yeah. love? He put love. Yeah. Yeah. He's 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 one of the he's one of the
0: good
3: he's ones. He's the diehards. He's one of the diehards. Yeah. One of the diehards.
0: That is one one important thing that we didn't uh, bring up that Nate did, you know realized yeah i i, I kind of fucked up there when he you know referencing pulling the gun out but yeah i don't know as far as bringing the the dart to his brother we talked about that a little bit i i don't think so i think it's definitely a possibility because he does say him but i'd like to think that it's going to be someone else i
3: would li- i would like it to be a Act.
1: i would like it are you ready for this to yeah. be are you sure you're ready the governor.
3: I was just about to say Negan. Like
0: I had a
1: feeling you were going to do something like that. <laughs> No, no, right. I wasn't going to say Negan. So that is issue three, everyone. And that is also episode three of The Oblivion Song Podcast. That's so convenient. The Oblivion
2: Song Isn't that
1: Joker? nice? Yeah. Episode three, issue three. So once again, you can continue the conversation. You can uh Try to be on our show and tell segment, show and or tell.
3: Um, email us email at theoblivionsongpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter at Oblivion Podcast. We're everywhere.
1: That is true. And if and if you would like to show us something um, from the podcast, please email us at theoblivionsongpodcast um, where you can ship those free goodies. And again, that's for you to be on the show, not for us to get free stuff.
3: Uh, You can also send us pictures too if you get something cool and you want to share it with us. uh, That's true We can we can Talk Mm -hmm. about it and Mm -hmm. maybe put it on our Twitter site. So every everybody can see it. Okay. All right Uh, Lots of possibilities All right, the future am I right? That's right. You
1: are right. So join us again Um, So the issue comes out June 13th, so we will be releasing our episode uh, 13th is May 15th the 15th of June um so until then, guys. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you all next time. Oh. Bye. Bye. Bye.
3: Bye. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Love you. Love you. Bye. bye.